0: In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The full of the Spirit and be that flame. You are born again. You have understood there is a life of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost that you must live in this kingdom. You are filled with the Holy Spirit already and now you are about to set your sail and continue a glorious walk with the Lord. How exciting can this walk be? What will it take you? Alright, stay tuned. You are about to find out. Hi there, I'm and this is a Flame God Podcast, a show brought to you by ademikaademelui.com, with the focus of propelling in you a passionate walk with God, a prosperity mindset, mindset shift, and a glorious service to God. In today's episode, we'll be looking at understanding how to walk with God, so we can have a very fruitful walk with God, and replicate His will on the earth, throughout the course of our life in this world. God has always wanted to have an intimate walk with mankind. Man was his highest form of creation, created in his image and who was supposed to represent him on earth. The Bible says God's voice was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. That suggests that it wasn't the first time God would have have that walk in the garden in anticipation of an intimate fellowship with man. Alright? Even after the fall, the Bible recorded a man named Enoch who had a great work with God. In Genesis 5, verse 22-24, it says that, And Enoch walked with God. After that, he begat him to say like 300 years. And begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. For God took him. The man so had an intimate fellowship with God. And I imagine God having to do something like, Come, Enoch. I love my fellowship with you. Of all men. I want to reveal all of me to you. Come, let's go. <laughs> and the Bible says the man did not taste death. He just left to go continue his fellowship with God. Now I want to ask you, do you know that God still wants same fellowship with you? He might not translate you to heaven like he did Enoch, but he still wants same, and if possible, a higher work with you. The question then is, do you want to have this work with God? Are you ready? Do you really love the Lord and want to know him? more, and manifest His goodness on the earth. If you are ready, let's get started on some steps that you need to take in order to work with God. The first thing you should know is that working with God is by faith. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5-6a, to That by faith Enoch was translated; that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And in verse six, he said, "But without faith, it is impossible to please him." All right. So you you can, the truth is, you can't see God with your naked eyes, but He lives in you, and you live in Him. You relate with Him via His Spirit and His Word and you relating with him with such knowledge is faith in action which will be needed throughout your work with god number two that you need to know is that working with god begins with a complete desire to agree with god the bible says in amos chapter 3 verse 3 that can two work together except they be agreed god is the bigger party here come on He's the senior friend in this intimate relationship and for you to work with him Knowing that he knows the end from the beginning and that his word is truth, which gives life, it is in your own best interest to make a complete decision to agree with him. So, total surrender to his will, total yielding to his will, to his word, finding out his thoughts about a matter and deciding to make his thoughts your own disposition is the root of working with him. It is a relationship. An intimate friend, friend to friend, servant to master, and a son to father relationship, with a common goal that to know him to the fullest and replicate his will on this earth. And as such, you must make a total commitment to knowing his will and abiding by it. Jesus said in John 15 verse 5, he said, "I am the vine; he are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him." The same bringeth forth much fruit, but without me ye can do nothing. You see, abiding in Him is simply abiding in His Word, letting His Word be your Lord, letting the Word influence your mind, your thoughts, your actions, and your responses in life. Sitting down to meditate on the Word and knowing His will until it influences your way of life. This is the beginning of walking with God. Now, going to the number three points. The number three thing that you have to know if you must walk with god is you have to have a zeal for god the zeal for the lord must so capture your heart that you want to spend time in intimate fellowship with him imagine walking down the road with your best friend and all you care about is spend, uh, now if you walk down the road with your best friend all you care about all right is to spend that time in that intimate discussion with a friend You find so much pleasure in the discussion that you don't want to let it end. Now, God wants to be your friend too, and even more than a friend. As a friend, he wants to reveal all of himself to you. God had to reveal his plan of destroying Sodom to his friend Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, verse 17. And and in John 15, 15, Jesus also told his disciples, henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Now that only could have happened because the disciples were always with him, having fellowship together, working together with him. They left all they had and followed Him. Now he is not here physically for us to go and live with, right? But like I said in the first point, we walk with Him by faith via His word. However, it takes complete love and passion to remain resolute in spending quality time with God. You have to understand that you have been crucified with Christ, and the life you now live, you live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved you and gave himself for you. You are living for him now, and you wouldn't live fully for him if you do not passionately desire him. His love is supposed to constrain you to live for him, as said in Second Corinthians 5, verse 14 to 15. And it would, if you passionately love him and spend time in fellowship with the Spirit, they are praying and meditating on the word. And you know what? The more time you spend with him in truth and with all your heart, the more your passion for the Lord and his cause grows in you. The more of his revelation you will have and the more it will be easier for you to always walk in his will without any struggle because it's love and we has consumed your thoughts and taken over your mind and conditioned your spirit. And the more the passion grows, the more you will still want to spend time in fellowship with him. And aside that special time of fellowship, all right, you spend with him at home, even while your body is doing daily activities, your spirit will still be in consistent fellowship with the Lord. This is the lot of those who have passionate love. To know the Lord to know the Lord like Paul said in Philippians chapter three verse eight to eleven. All right, let me read what he said. He said, "Yeah, doubtless, and I count all things but loss, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law." but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Now, the number four thing that you should know about working with God is that as you walk with him and begin to feed on his word, spending time in prayer, And removing from your life every distraction, every sin, and every weight, you will begin to gain an understanding of God that grants you the revelation to exercise authority you have as a king. And you begin to grow spiritually. And as this occurs, you shouldn't be surprised that you will also be given several opportunities to use the revelation of the word of God you are receiving. The opportunities may be called challenges, but they are instrumental in strengthening your faith muscles and help you mature as a son of God to accurately represent God on earth. Take Abraham, for instance, he was to be the father of many nations by faith, all right? And his work with God enabled him to get his faith strengthened to fulfill God's will on earth. Now, just because he had a rich fellowship with God doesn't mean that he will escape having his faith built. In fact, working with God exposes you to function in God's order of doing things, which is by faith. So do not be surprised. All right. If when uh, you got a revelation of divine healing today, you might even suddenly feel um, pain or illness tomorrow. All right. Or a family member might feel he. All right. Rather than complain that oh, the more you know God's word, or the more you know God, the more things seem to happen contrarily. No. That's an opportunity coming your way to prove what you've just learned. All right, just like a student having an exam to prove his knowledge after the semester in school. So, passing that test, using the revelation of the word you just learned, like Abraham, will upgrade you in the realm of the Spirit for a greater work with God. So, as you work with God, you must understand that your revelation of God will be proved with faith strengthening opportunities until you become fully furnished with all the fullness of God's knowledge and growth to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, the number five thing that you should know in your work with God is that your obedience to God will be constantly tested. Your faith, love, and obedience to the Word grant you further access to the revelation of God that cause you to exercise greater authority in Christ. Like Abraham's obedience was tested, and like Jesus' obedience was tested before he was glorified, yours will be tested too. So, the question is, will you pay God like Adam did? Or will you make God proud, like Abraham and Jesus did? What are the little distractions and sins taking your focus away from the Lord? What is that thing in the world that you cannot let go to obey the Lord? What is God worth? you Jesus said in Luke chapter 14 verse 26 that if any man come to me and ate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yet and even his own life also he cannot be my disciple so what in the world is worth more to you than Jesus can the Lord Jesus be your number one priority in your life or can you be so tempted to treat him for silver or gold? Is there any instruction you would not be willing to obey should Jesus give you such? It matters where your, where your loyalty lies, to the world or to the Lord Jesus. And as you grow in the Lord, you will be given opportunity to choose to obey the Lord or choose to disobey him. It will be not left to you. What you will choose, but as a wise son that you are, You should always trust and obey, even if it seems hard, knowing that the Lord knows the end from the beginning and we always want your good. So these five key principles are basic principles you should know in understanding how to work with God. To recap what we have discussed in this episode, we learned that number one, working with God is by faith. Number two, you must agree with God. Number three, you must have a zeal for God. Number four, you will be faced with faith-strengthening opportunities. And number five, your obedience will be tested. However, if today's episode blessed you, kindly let me know by downloading Anchor FM on Play Store or App Store, search for Aflame God's Podcast on Anchor and send a voice message sharing your experience with us. You should also subscribe to my email list on adenikademle.com where I'll be sharing inspiring updates with you via email. And that was Aflame God's Podcast. To find out more about Adenika Academy and how I'm conveying the passion and knowledge of the power and prosperity of the kingdom of God into the hearts of men, visit AdenikaAdemuli.com. And then make sure to search for Aflame God's Podcast in, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Or anywhere else podcasts are found. And click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening. And it shall come to pass in the last days, see it, though. How we poured my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. full of the spirit and be your flame.